Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire, episode 261. Today is Thursday, July 6th, 2023. Uh, Very excited about today's show. It's going to be great. But before we get started, like, subscribe, follow all that good stuff wherever we where, where blah, 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 wherever we are which is youtube facebook uh rumble and the other one which i'm told twitch there we go i got it anyways um also if you guys are listening on spotify make sure to follow the elijah fire podcast that'll really help us out hit the little follow button on spotify thank you very much and then wherever you guys are listening to this in audio form Um, make sure to rate us on whatever app you're listening to us on. That'll really help us out as well. So speaking of wells, Ooh, what a segue. Ooh, what a segue. Anytime you guys donate to remember, we're not doing Elijahfire.com slash donate anymore. It's just Elijahstreams.com slash donate. It's way easier for the accountants and all that stuff. We have like multiple different donation links. It's just easier that way. And Elijah fires under the Elijah streams umbrella. Anyways, so it just works. So anytime you guys donate to ElijahStreams.com slash donate, all proceeds go towards this show and Elijah Streams. Just, it's all one big thing and it gets spread around. But every single donation, from $5 to $500, a small portion of every single one of those donations goes into our Waterwell efforts, uh, which started in Uganda, but we've expanded out beyond Uganda, which is amazing. It's because of you guys' generosity that has allowed it opened more doors to help more people. So we have a fresh update from Zimbabwe. We drew, dug a well in Zimbabwe because of your guys' donations. So let's take a look at that, and then we'll get this ball rolling. Clean water comes to Zimbabwe, Africa. Hi. My name is Tumeze Ninjovu. I'm a pastor and a church planter. In 2005, we planted a church at a place called Inyati. And as we were preaching, a witch doctor gave his life to the Lord. And that gave birth to the church that we drilled the ball on. And this is just something outstanding, something that will propel our vision and gospel even further. This community, as I speak, is a different community and will never be the same. Everyone is talking about it. Yesterday, school children came in numbers to witness the drilling. And today, we installed the pump. We saw the water coming. People are just happy talking about it everywhere. This is something new in this community. They've been traveling like uh, 16 kilometers to get some water, but now it's a matter of uh, opening the tap. We put the tap for the community and the tap for the church that they'll also grow some vegetables there. Our community now knows the love of the Lord. I want to express my gratitude to Steve and Elijah Stream for the support you are giving to our communities. All gifts are valuable, but water is life. Thank you so much. May the Lord continue to resource you. Amen. Would you consider giving towards the drilling of water wells? Donate online, elijahstreams.com slash donate. Or mail a check today to Elijah Streams. 525 2nd Avenue, Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. And communities truly are being transformed by these wells. Um, 16 kilometers is like 10 miles. Yes, I Googled that. I do not know that off the top of my head. Um, But completely transforming these communities so their lives are not built around having to get water that actually could even be Tainted, uh, tainted water source and waterborne illness becomes a big thing. Uh, it's allowing these communities to actually build their lives um, beyond a basic necessity like clean water. So um, something I want to talk to you guys about really quick uh, that I feel very strongly about um, is Lauren and I went and saw Sound of Freedom last night. And um, I 
strongly recommend everybody go see this movie for a multitude of reasons. Number one, I think it's really important and it's high time we just start looking at this issue of sex trafficking, child trafficking. We start looking at straight in the straight square in the eyes and start addressing it as the body of Christ. Um, for some people, the movie might be a little intense. I, I, I think they did a good job of striking a good balance between how far do we take people to the edge um, while also being as palatable as possible to as many people. Um, but I strongly recommend people go see it. Um, there's a lot of great ways. Lorna and I, even after we saw the movie, we pitched in, there's a whole pay it forward thing. So you can pay for people that may not be afford, may not be able to afford going to get, see the movie. Um, so if you guys go to angel.com slash freedom, you can buy tickets there. You can also buy them on fandango.com, uh, which is great or through the app. Uh, but also if you go to angel.com slash freedom, there is a, get a, a receive a ticket option. So if you buy two tickets, you can just, I guess, pretend like Lauren and I bought them for you. So um, strongly recommend you guys. And, you know, I talk a lot about um, how passionate I am about striving for excellence as creatives. And um, I think that sometimes in the past, a lot of times in the past, we've allowed our pursuit of a message to uh, allow all the other elements fall by the wayside. But because we do that, that actually can hinder the message that we're so um, desiring to get out. And this movie is a perfect example of the marriage between message and acting and filmmaking quality and music and all of those different things coming together. And as a result, there are no hindrances. The only hindrance that I see is if people are uncomfortable with the message and not wanting to look at it or looking at it as, oh, that's a right wing crazy thing. Um, uh, it's an excellent movie, you guys. On all, I mean, it ticked all the boxes for myself and for Lauren. I just think it's an incredibly powerful story, an incredibly powerful subject. You guys know I'm very passionate about uh, this topic. And so I strongly, strongly, strongly recommend you guys go see it. Um, there was an original thing saying that it was only going to be out July 4th and 5th. That actually, those days are gone. Um, especially if you go into Fandango, you will see multiple weeks worth of showings. So we want this movie to stay in as long as possible and get to as many eyes as possible. So please go see it. Um, you will not regret it. It's an incredibly powerful experience. So that's all I have to say about that. Um, my guest today uh, just did something super awesome and epic. And uh, they're the co-founders of Crave, which it was a, they would throw these parties for young kids, um, I guess, middle school to high school age. And God had them shift focus to something maybe outside their comfort zone slightly, especially given that that was their, their main focus that they were doing. Um, and it's called just Jesus. And it was, I saw little video clips here and there, and it seemed like it was a pretty powerful encounter experience for everybody that was in attendance. So we're going to be talking all about that today. So let's give it up for my guests today, brother and sister, Victoria Sosa and Josh Rich. What's up, guys? Hey, everybody. Thanks hey. for having us on. Yeah. So, so excited to be here. Yeah, it feels like it's been so long since I've seen either of you. Josh, I've seen you sooner. Yep. But Tori, you were on when I was off. Yes. And so uh, I still watched it. It was a great, great episode. But I was just like, oh, I feel empty, a little empty because I didn't get it. <laughs> so good to be with you, Jeff. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about Just Jesus. I know you guys have been talking about it periodically. You know, you would sort of say a little thing here and there um, on the show. And then obviously, you know, on your own personal social media, you guys have been talking about it. But what is slash was Just Jesus? And then you guys can kind of just jump right into that whole experience and what that was like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny since we met you and got to be a part of this show and and join in these few times at that time, at the beginning of the first show, I guess we were on or when Victoria was on. Mm -hmm. uh, 
God has been doing something that was unclear then, much more clear now mm. in us personally, in our local church, where our dad pastors, yeah. uh, where we are ministers at as well. And like you just said, we threw um, these parties for young people and young adults uh, on the 11th of this month will be 10 years of this ministry that we called Crave. Wow. Uh, it's super exciting and, and that's awesome. But during 2020 and and through so much shift in our world, God began to shift. Uh, I, I can't really say it was just us because we know that there was a shift all around our world. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I truly believe that there was a shift and an awakening that was available in America. And God just began to to speak to us that um, this season uh, of the party was, at least for now, coming to an end. I I don't know if that's the best way to put it, but for us, for us doing this for years and years and seeing um, wonderful success in salvation, it, w- it was shaking to us to think, God, how how can you stop something that uh-huh, yeah. is so um, needed and, mm-hmm. and reaching these young people? Mm-hmm. And every time we would try to fall back into what we were comfortable with and what we knew so well, mm-hmm. this was well ironed out. This was... Uh, we, we we learned the system of it. You know, we had yeah. it down to a T. We could throw a really good party and have a lot of crazy kids show up. <laughs> yeah, and and preach the gospel and see yeah. um, hundreds at one time, maybe a thousand uh, or two thousand at, at one of our larger events um, come to Christ. Mm-hmm. So for us, it was like, man, Lord, what? what do you mean? What, mm-hmm. what season are you sending us into? And, and long story short, um, the clarity has been coming more and more. And we named it just Jesus because we couldn't, we couldn't quit saying that in mm-hmm. conversation when we would talk about what we wanted to do. This was not an evangelistic outreach uh, although that that obviously we believe in that this wasn't something that we believed if we did it revival would come even though we believe in the spirit of revival of and it yeah. wasn't a request for God to do something for us Lord send us a gift Lord do something in our city do something in our people although we believe that that needs to happen. We want it to happen. And our God is so good. Mm -hmm. He will always do that. Mm -hmm. It was just about Jesus. And it was, it was our gift of praise, Mm -hmm. our gift of worship that we wanted to give Mm -hmm. and not necessarily approach something as um, from a, from a point of receiving. Yeah. And in Jesus' name, that weed eater outside will see. Okay. It was just momentary. We're good. Move on, bro. Move on. So yeah. we did uh, just Jesus. It's probably said backwards, but I'm wearing the t-shirt. Oh, check it out. Um, we we did this thing called, and we called it just Jesus. We should show him the back. Do it. Show us well, the back. Give us the three sixty, bro. Give us give us a twirl. Where where the wild ones gather in His name. Awesome. Yeah. um yeah honestly it was just us wanting to do this and our people um our church people our team at uh crave and we really just sort of put it out there Mm -hmm. and said we're going to do this this is what it's going to be if you would like to come uh and be a part of this this gift that we want to give heaven um please do and then so many yeah hungry so many hungry what i i call them wild ones because these are the mm. ones that don't necessarily necessarily care who the main speaker is or who the worship band is even though we love amazing worship bands we love amazing anointed speakers and we honor them but these these are the wild ones that are just pursuing jesus with everything that they have yeah where is and, the holy spirit where is god yeah, moving where, where can i find him i i, I just want him mm-hmm. the wild crazy ones pursuing his presence um 
and we just put the call out there and people came from Iceland. Uh, no way. That's awesome. Yeah, Iceland. All the way to Kentucky? To you guys Central did in Kentucky. City, Kentucky. Yeah, oh. for those who haven't heard yeah. us before, we've talked about how small our community is. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, a, it's a town of 5,000 to 6,000 people. And uh, we love it here, but it's, it's small. It's not a vacation spot. Um, you, you can't come and experience, you know, cool city culture or visit the beach or anything like this. So, we Which is just, another reason why I call these guys the wild ones, yeah. because these kind of people, and I think the Lord is drawing these kind of people all over the earth. Yeah. They, they're just letting go of all material things. Yeah. Um, people from Los Angeles came, San Diego, Ohio, Illinois, Missouri, Texas. Family drove from Arizona, which is yeah, a family of how like many hours. Eight people piled in a car and drove from Arizona. Three little oh. kids under the age of five. Oh um, my goodness! Mexico, yeah, um, Guatemala. We yeah. we had a lady just see the the graphic or the flyer on Instagram, and she drove from Cincinnati. Didn't know anybody. Um, so it was a gathering of people desperate. Yeah. That girl, that same girl that came from Cincinnati said that she had been fasting social media for about six months Hmm. and she just thought, "Ah, I'm just going to check it out today. And she said when she got on Facebook, I think Facebook or Instagram one, she said that that was the very first thing that she saw was this poster that said just Jesus. Hmm. And if, if you didn't see this poster, anyone watching, uh, it said just that. The church name wasn't on it. Crave's name wasn't on it. That was actually a decision we made. We just, we didn't want to promote anything other than the name of Jesus. It was a calling to those wild ones that we're talking about to say, if if you want to partner in the same heart and you understand when you see this and you're not the kind of person, and and I'm not judging or discriminating, but the kind of person that's going to say, uh, well, well, who's speaking? Who's going to be on what day? What's the schedule? And who's the mm-hmm. lineup? Um, the wild ones who are just like, yes, like this is a thing that they're just saying. It's only Jesus. It's yeah. only His name. Jesus was headlining, and that was enough. You know, He's yeah, the headliner. Yeah. That is enough. Yeah, you know, that was something so powerful that happened in a in a prayer moment with our team. Uh, afterwards, we met. Um, I guess there was about. 20 some of us and we had a night where we just thanked the lord mm-hmm. and the holy spirit for what happened at just jesus which awesome. we're gonna tell you about some of those things and the holy spirit came once again and me i think i talked about this with you jeff i'm i'm one of those criers of when the holy spirit comes <laughs> and in my tearful uh spirit i just said you know what, guys, like the Lord is so good and there's there's so much more to him. And this is so far from being the only thing that he has to give us. But if that's all we had was that experience with him on these uh, three days, four nights, it was enough Yeah, to know that. I I was trying to describe it to some people that were just texting and saying, how did it go? And, you know, I saw videos and pictures looked amazing. And I said, I I truly cannot describe it. Mm. I said, all I know is that I have been with Jesus. Mm. And that's enough for me. Mm. That's all I knew is that I had been with Jesus Mm. for these days. That's good. And it was, it was incredible. And it was everything that we had hoped it to be. Um, it, it remained uh, pure. pure. The heart of it remained pure around what we um, desired it to be. Uh, because that is difficult as anyone who is in ministry or uh, even, even if, you just, if you're just throwing an event or starting something, um, you, you have a heart to do something. 
that says, this isn't going to be about people. This isn't going to be about how many show up. It's not going to be about all these things. It's just going to be about Jesus. But when the pressure hits, it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh my gosh, this need, we've got we need like, to make a certain amount of dollars to break even on this. And yeah. <laughs> all these things that go in. But yeah. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. I was, I was so happy that it did remain uh we we kept on checking our hearts and we're like guys we're not going to worry about that thing that's a dumpster fire over there we're not going to worry about so and so and there and how many hotels got filled that was someone on the team that was like uh the the hotels aren't full yet what are we going to do they need to be full and we were like hey it's not what we're doing this for it is just jesus and that was um not only the the name of the event but it was the the heartbeat of yes. um, what we were doing and the theme of, of, well, it's the theme of life, mm. just Jesus. Yeah, just being with him mm. is enough. And being with him transforms lives. Yeah. Oh, being yeah. with him brings about signs, miracles, and wonders. We don't worship those things. We don't seek those things. We don't seek a sign. We don't seek a wonder but they just happen when Jesus is there because it's who he is. He's God. Mm -hmm. He is supernatural and supernatural things happen when we're with him. And that's what happened. Um, and I, we want to share some stories to build some faith and share uh, some prophetic words that the Lord gave us to the people mm -hmm. that came to this event that I believe are for everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know if I should share the word first and then well, tell stories. Really quick, I will ask you a question because I'm really curious. Yeah. Um, how did you guys, because obviously this was a very different approach for you guys in terms of what you guys were used to and then just yeah. this whole Just Jesus thing. And um, Tori, I love what you said about, you know, just being in his presence for the sake of being in his presence, essentially, which is... Many will note that, you know, because I've had people ask me, Jeff, how do you have these encounters or this encounter and that and this? And I'm like, I can't tell you. I can only tell you the one ingredient that is the same every single time. And that is being with God for the sake of being with God, being in his presence for the sake of being in his presence um, yeah. and, and, and fellowshipping with him and, and allowing him. You just get ministered to because you being there in God's presence ministers to his heart. It ministers to his heart, you know, and um, and so then he ministers to you and you get ministered to. And it's and sometimes it's just I have a great encounter with the Lord and it's just a, I just felt his presence and that was it, you know. Yeah. Um, but I'm really curious how. It, was there a different approach even because I know you and Josh both do a lot of ministry. You guys are used to being in front of people and speaking in front of people. Was there any unique approach with that whole just Jesus? Was there anything different in terms of how you guys even started out the event? Because I'm like, all I would know to say is like, Jesus, Lord Jesus, come, you know, and yeah. then just like, wait. So I'm just curious what that process was like for you guys actually executing that event. Yeah. So uh, in the past um, with the parties, we really set a goal to be wildly creative, right? out of the box, the craziest stuff you've ever seen, you know, at a party or on a flyer or mm -hmm. just wild. And we decided that we were going to take that creativity, take that uh, radical, wild nature and just place that in the hands of Jesus. And um, how do I say this? Like, for his presence, for the supernatural, um, for hunger. Yeah, we had a structure with Crave. That's what we would call it. It would be Crave San Diego, Crave Mexico, Crave wherever we were at. That's what we would advertise and advertise what was all happening there. And um, it was wild and creative, but at the same time, so uh, well-tuned and strategic to build an anticipation and an opening of the heart uh, with the party in the direction of the gospel being presented an hour and a half 
into this party. Yeah, everything was set up for that moment. Like right. everything that was done for the crowd that was extravagant giving or giving away Nikes, giving away AirPods or, you know, gorillas come out and they dance on the stage and they crowd <laughs> surf or uh, people get on the stage and they're chocolate syrup wrestling. It's just crazy. Yeah. Free Taco Bell, free Chick-fil-A, you know, everything uh, free you know, set up for that moment for them to receive the gospel and, and think, who who is Tori and Josh? Who are these people right. doing this for strangers, doing this for me? Well, this is why we're doing it because of Jesus and because his love for you. And so um, instead of a strategy uh, that was centered around how do we make this party create this evangelistic atmosphere eventually, um, we took the same process and said, instead of building anticipation to get into the club or, or the, the warehouse or wherever, let's build anticipation to yeah. getting under the tent being and being in his presence. Mm-hmm. We had a countdown like nine days till his presence or eight days mm-hmm. till his glory. And um, so at that very first night, we kicked off on a Thursday evening. And honestly, we tried. We tried to uh, do some sort of system and we were going to let everyone in into the tent at the same time and send them through a fire tunnel and, and, <laughs> and release the Holy Spirit. And we couldn't even get there. We couldn't make it happen. I think maybe 45 minutes before an official starting time, they were under the tent. There was people on their knees. There was people waiting and just already wow. receiving without Weeping, anything. Face in the grass. <laughs> because of how ready they were. And mm-hmm. and um, again, we, we hope to share these things to encourage you of what God is doing, um, not just here in Kentucky, not just All here at Just Jesus, but um, what the Lord is pouring out. Mm-hmm. And there are a hungry, hungry people yes. that... Uh, In nature, they're on their hands, they're on their face seeking the Lord, but in spirit doing the same exact thing. And we should be so excited for what God is doing in people Mm -hmm. that this hunger is coming alive. So um, I'm saying that to say to you, this is for you. And if it's not you, maybe you're the person who already feels like that and you're like, where are all the other hungry people at? It was so encouraging to us to realize there is a lot more hungry people than we realized that would fly states away, fly countries away into Nashville, I might add, then drive another two hours just to get where we are at. So you can't fly into here. You got to rent a car. Yeah, you get your ticket, fly into Nashville. You got a track. You got a track. Rent rent a car, drive two hours, get a hotel here. They've invested money. They've invested time. And to be a part of what God is doing. And um, the hunger is real. Yeah, I just hope that encourages somebody. I feel like there's... um, I don't know if it's just one person or a few people that you feel like, wow, I wish I could find people like that. I wish I could be with a group of people like that and experience that live in person. Um, And I just want to encourage you to begin to ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to those people because they are around you. Um, And then, you know what? I want to encourage you if, if, if you have to do something radical or drastic to get to um, a tribe of people that are burning and they're on fire for Jesus. Go, go have an experience with a, a community that's on fire. You'll never be the same. Yeah. The things that we saw happen in these people that um, did spend a lot of money, did sacrifice a lot to get here. Never, ever the same. Our DJ is maybe one of the most miraculous stories that we have. Um our Crave DJ that we've had for eight years, just wild, crazy guy. Um, he had 90% um, hearing loss in this ear, 60% hearing loss in this wow. ear. And the Lord healed his hearing. Yeah. His ears popped open 
and his hearing is perfectly crisp, clear. I was sitting beside him um, at the the last service and there was a car going off like way in the distance. And this is a guy that when you talk to him, he'd be like, what? He screams in your face because he can't hear. (laughs) He can't hear (laughs) speaking to him like right here. He's just, he can't hear. And so this car is going off, you know, just far in the distance. And I can hear it a little bit. And he says, is there a car going off? in that neighborhood and i'm like jimmy you really are healed like yeah real so cool and i might add that uh respectfully to him his life is very different now and his his spiritual expectancy is very different but i had never really witnessed him uh speak on on miracles or the gifts of the spirit um i've never seen him um moved necessarily the the kind of moved that we talk about in the church where, you know, the Holy spirit just slammed him and that kind of thing. Uh, He's a believer and he's a a lifelong Christian, but he had never been slammed. That was very new to him. (laughs) No one was praying for him. He didn't come up believing for this miracle in in his hearing. Uh, He was our sound man because he wanted to bring his sound system. Uh, and he drove it eight hours um, to be to with us, us from yeah. Ohio. And I, I forget which night it was, but he's over there to the side of the stage. And we're we're on stage. Worship is happening. Things are going on everywhere. Uh, there was pockets of, of ministry happening. Miracles. Just all over the place. I've never seen the Holy Spirit hmm. express itself at 100% in every single way that it does all at the same time. Deliverance, salvation, Mm -hmm. um, weeping, healing, shouting. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. I'm standing on the stage and I'm just looking at the crowd. There was a point where the band is just playing, but I've stopped singing or stopped leading. And I'm just looking around and people are being delivered of, of demons, you know, no one is even with them. They're just being delivered. Yeah. And then there's people on the ground, you know, the face in the, in the grass, just weeping. Oh, and it was so cool <laughs> that we had a good representation of every single age group. Mm-hmm. It was wild. We had little kids who would be on their face worshiping with their parents. And then uh, we had young teenagers, young adults, um, parent age, middle age. And then we had old people and I'm talking old, old, like they were struggling to Mm. get up, but they would come and they would give. And this one lady, she just came up, uh, believing for a miracle. So she gave an offering and I hugged her and I said, you're believing for a miracle, aren't you? And she said, yep, I am. (laughs) And when she, she was struggling to even get back up and she was waving her offering saying, I'm given for my miracle. Oh. And it was just incredible. So so Jimmy, uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, he's just on the soundboard doing his thing. And because that's him, you know, he takes his job so seriously. You know, that that was important. And he just does this. Just <laughs> ground. And uh, yeah, no one was praying for him. Nothing was happening. But he told us later that night, this miracle that happened. With his, his with his yeah. hearing Hallelujah. that had been a lifelong um, deal for him. Yeah, he was born that way. So just incredible, incredible. Yeah. We saw so many physical healings, so much deliverance. And I think it was the second night and it rained actual gold. Mm. Was it the second night? I, I'm not exactly sure. It was, it was wild every single time. But yeah, um, we don't really know what to call it. We, uh, it <laughs> rained, it, it fell, it, it appeared. Signs, miracles, and wonders. And we got to see it firsthand. Uh, this yeah. is the kind of stuff we've heard about from our grandparents um, that they would experience in the tent revivals. And back in the old days, we got to experience this. Uh, we weren't expecting it, but uh, it happened. Yeah, there was a teenager receiving his heavenly language. And actually, um, an old Baptist preacher was praying him through that recently just awesome. his prayer language at the age of like 70. Hallelujah. Oh, wow. Yes. So cool. And so I, I kind of go down to him and I see a piece of uh, gold on his face. And I, I just say, I see a piece of gold on your face. And then I, I see another piece of gold on, on someone else and then someone else. 
and I'm seeing it on people's faces, just, just pieces of gold. Mm -hmm. And then we begin to notice that the entire stage is covered in gold um, and the drums. And so yeah. we're, we're kind of announcing this uh, later on and people begin to find gold, you know, on their arms or on their face or their, everyone is finding wow. it, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, and we didn't make a huge deal out of it because it's about Jesus and he drops these gifts and that's beautiful and wonderful, but we don't worship those things. But then the next day, um, our admin um, secretary was going through the church. The church was locked. Nobody was allowed in there. But she was going to take care of some business. And she noticed that the front mat in the church, when you step in, covered in gold. Wow. And then all throughout our building, every single room covered in gold. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. we have a, a video, a quick yeah. video of that yeah. that I'll play. It's like 20 seconds. So let's watch it. Ooh. Jeez. Check out the gold and the rug. Oh, wow. It's sparkling on the camera. That is so cool. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I remember, you know, we were talking backstage, Josh, about kind of having differing views on on gold dust you were more coming from a side of like you know because you grew up more in like a charismatic community i didn't when i was a younger christian uh, but um you know for you it was like why does god do this like obviously it happens and for me it was definitely the side of like i think i kind of moved on from that's not real it was just more i had never seen it and i'm you know i'm pretty vocal about you know, my process of being exposed to this, the supernatural, to the miraculous uh, in my walk with the Lord, and that it's more about like, just because I haven't seen it doesn't mean it's not real. Like, I've never seen someone raised from the dead, but I know it that it, it happened. I know it can happen, you know? Yeah. And so there's no doubt there. And I think, but for, for me, I was more curious, but also, I don't know. I, I'm not quite sure. I mean, maybe a little skeptical, but I remember when I finally had that definitive moment of like, okay and it it was back when i was elijah's dreams had a studio show and we were in the studio and i was operating the cameras and we get we got pretty close up to the people's faces and one of the guests i was literally watching her face i was watching gold dust materialize in her face and then float off of her face or she'd like wipe her face and it would like go whoosh, like that and it was like on the table and everything and so for me it was like Okay, I saw it. That's awesome. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's a pretty normal response from a lot of people. It's like, why would God do that? The Holy Spirit told me the next morning after we found all of this gold in the church, because even me, it's like, well, did somebody, you know, do Dump it? They're like, I'm yeah. the glitter guy. You your know, brain, <laughs> your brain just starts going uh -huh. crazy because yeah. it doesn't make any sense. It's supernatural. And you're uh -huh. trying yeah. to have a logical answer. Yeah. And, you know, I even though I'm a wild supernatural person, I love it. But still, my brain will still think, really, is this really real? And the Holy Spirit um, kind of revealed something to me the, the morning after this happened. And in my spirit, the Holy Spirit said, the streets are made of gold in heaven. Heaven is filled with gold. Yeah. It's normal. Why, why would this be so hard for you to believe if the streets are literally made of gold? And I felt like the Holy Spirit showed me a vision, Jesus um, walking through our church and even wiping his feet on those rugs. And he walks streets of gold. So maybe, maybe his feet are filled with gold. Yeah. Maybe the angels' feet are filled with gold because they walk on streets of gold. Yeah, Revelation 21, uh, 21. And the street of the city was pure gold, like transparent glass. And so, yeah, uh, um, it's, it's still a wonder. Uh, and... And uh, I think the wonder is, uh, I, I loosely say, where we sort of draw the line um, sometimes because 
we're we're cool with the signs and and we look at the world and we say oh i can see all of these things forming and mm-hmm. prophetic word coming to life and before our eyes and we mm-hmm. believe for miracles yeah and we want to see healing happen and we agree in prayer and all of these things and uh but then the wonder it's like well, what do we what do we talk about the wonder um, that's where we draw the line. We, we don't talk about it because <laughs> of what it is. It, it is a wonder. It's just a wonder. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. And I think it's such a, uh, a faith builder like you, you, when you experienced that, it was like, oh, <laughs> I get it now. Yeah, um, I didn't get to say behind uh, the the scenes, like you said, but the the same for me when when God did this, it was like and this was years ago, not at just Jesus, but um, I, I can't even describe it. It was just like it was just such a conviction that that I had doubted or questioned or sure thought of it as anything um less than what the lord can do it's like 100 god almighty it's god almighty do whatever he wants yeah he can do whatever he wants and like so if i'm understanding this correctly so the video we watched was inside your church but the just jesus actual meeting was in a tent right outside on the premises yeah to me i look at that as like god just smiling on your church you know yeah. your actual church building i just think this like he didn't have to do that yeah he did it because he was jesus is probably just like walking in you know and he's like you know this is, this is <laughs> yeah. my home you know and, and uh you know he has run of the place so he can you know right and you know the bridegroom brings gifts to the bride mm. and we should really expect these gifts because our bridegroom is the most miraculous, wonderful, beautiful groom who wants to lavish us in things that just make us go, wow. And um, we know that before the bridegroom marries the bride, he sends her gifts. And so I I just think that while we were pouring out our worship and not expecting anything like this to happen, um, just people just literally just praising so purely and desperately and wildly. I've never seen people worship that wild in all my life. Mm. I think that as we were pouring that out, he just, he just dumped a bunch of gold on us to just give us a bunch of gifts. Yeah. And yeah. It, yeah, it was in the tent on people, almost probably almost everyone under the tent found gold on them on the wow. stage. And then we found out it was all over our church. I mean, even the bathrooms, yeah. every single room, just filled with gold. Some some of the cracks in the concrete. Yeah, I saw that. Thick. You posted a video, I think. One of you guys posted a video of that. Yeah. Then, and, and then, though, the secretary, the, yeah. the girl that found it, goes home. And it's all over. I have videos of this, too. It's all over her outside porch steps. No way. Into her house, and she was housing three of my good girls that traveled from super far away. So I think mm-hmm. Jesus just dumped like so cool for them. They found it in their beds. They found it all over the house. So for me, any doubt that I had in my human brain, I was like, okay, I'm I'm done. This is the craziest. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, so cool. Well, let's talk about um there's two different prophetic words. I want to make sure that I mean you may have already kind of started leaning towards the bride the church one, but let's talk about these prophetic words you guys have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll just I'll read what the Lord gave me uh, before the event which I believe is for everyone all over the earth that are just so hungry for Jesus. There are winds arriving. Winds I have sent of revival, of refreshing. There's a wind I've sent from the east and from the west. And when they meet, there will be an explosion of my power. And then in my mind, I saw angels set in certain locations on the root of these winds. They were waiting for the winds to pass, kind of like checkpoints. And they were watching these wild winds. The Lord says, my wild ones, can you hear the wind? Because I have heard your cry for my glory. 
I have heard your cry to see my face. I have heard my beautiful children. I have heard. My father weeps for the love you have for me. His beautiful son has a bride. He weeps with joy and laughs for the future. And then I saw a glimpse of the wedding. Jesus says, meet me in the garden. Come alone with no agenda. The flowers are blooming for revival. The birds are singing revival. The bells are announcing revival. It is time for me to come be with you. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that really resonates, I think with, I mean, it's going to resonate with everybody. Um, Obviously, it's what you guys have borne the fruit of that word at this event. But um, that is, man, there's just like, things feel really thin right now, like, um, just in terms of like, accessing the spirit realm like things feel very thin um yeah like my encounters with the lord have been really profound lately too and it's not i don't i wouldn't say that i'm doing anything different than i've been doing before but god's obviously doing something different yeah. I, I yeah. if that makes sense yeah, yeah it, uh, there's a drawing there, there is a wind, I think, that he has released mm-hmm. of revival. And revival is just simply Jesus. It's just simply being with Jesus. That's what revival is supposed to be. And I believe we have entered into a new era of revival, last day move of God. And Jesus is desiring to be with his bride. And the bride is desiring to be with their groom, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, come, Lord Jesus, come. It should be our cry. And you know what? Like like Jeff, you said, you don't think you've done anything different. It's the same for me. I'm experiencing Jesus like I've never experienced him before. Only because the Holy Spirit poured this hunger into me. And he took things from me that I didn't need to mess with anymore, or he separated me even more. The mm-hmm. Holy Spirit began to draw me. And that is what the Holy Spirit wants to do with every single one of you. If you feel like you're not having these wild experiences with Jesus, or you feel like you're not getting enough, or just begin to ask the Holy Spirit, pour this hunger out in me. Holy Spirit, make me hungry for your presence. Um, and the Holy Spirit will begin to draw you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do think that that that's, that is encouragement for people. I think that we're, we're, there's a lot of distractions now, you know, and if our standard MO, it, you know, after we get done with work or, and look, I've been guilty of this too, but is like, boom, you bust out your phone and you just like wind down or whatever. And you're like, Oh God, I, I can't hear you right now. But you're like, dude, 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 you know, <laughs> on your phone. It's like, yeah. put the phone away, put right. the distractions away, shut off the TV, put down the game controller, put, you know, whatever, like stop hanging out with people to drown out the noise. Cause you're too afraid to be alone to, yeah. to face things that maybe God is addressing in your life. Like these are big, serious things that we need to be, we need to like this man. Oh. <laughs> I just, I, as I get older, uh, like I got asked to speak, like give a little message at a youth conference recently. And I just, I sat on it for months and I just couldn't get past like, is Jesus your first love? Mm. And I, it, my big thing to all these young people was it doesn't matter. Like, whatever idea you have of success or, or if I just had this, then, you know, I would be fulfilled or you get to the end of your life and you've got, you know, all these things that, that the world would deem as impressive. I said, but if you left Jesus in the dust, you have absolutely nothing. Like you have absolutely nothing because everything that we do, and this is a big thing I encourage other creatives that watch the show is like everything we do needs to stem from our relationship with the Lord. So if I'm sitting there, be like, I need to have it. I need a good idea. I need a good idea. I need a good idea. Trying to force it out. I'm like, hang on. I'm, I'm now going against the very thing I'm encouraging other people to do, which is everything we do. It doesn't matter if you're creative, you identify as a creative. That's, 
or if you're uh, you know, whatever, a stay-at-home mom or whatever it is, everything we do needs to stem from our intimacy with the Lord. And that's just it's plain and simple. Yeah, because that is us pouring out. Yeah. What you're doing, what what you feel your calling is, is you pouring out. And most of the time we're pouring out onto people. And either one, if you don't have that uh, relationship that stems where everything stems from the intimacy with the Lord, then we're pouring out empty. Mm. Uh, you're doing all the things. It looks cool. It looks creative. But uh, as thin as, as the veil is to the Holy Spirit, I can see through your thin sheet of there's nothing coming out beyond that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sure. It looks like the the cool thing on TV and this that conference looked like, oh, yeah, th- it's all cool. Mm-hmm. But I can tell that when 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 you are pouring out, it's either one, there's nothing there or two, you're just pouring out you. And yeah, we don't yeah. want to be pouring out us. Yeah, that's a that's a limited supply, man. Limited supply. Oh boy. So we always have to, like you just said, we always have to run back to the Father mm-hmm. to say, Lord, fill me up again. Mm-hmm. So that when I go, when I go to speak, when I podcast, when I create this video, when I uh, I'm doing whatever I'm doing, my TikTok or or, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. that when I go to pour out, Lord, please let me be pouring out you mm-hmm. and not just me and, yeah, and not on. just emptiness. Yeah. I just ache for that, man. Like, like that's, that's it. It's just that everything I do would stem from that place of intimacy, you know? And I'm not, guys, I'm not, I, I'm not perfect at this. Like, th- this is something that I'm constantly like looking at, allowing the Lord to reveal other areas that I need to surrender yeah. or that too much of myself is involved in something that he's the author of. So an opportunity that God gave me suddenly I'm now trying to like, okay, hey, thanks God. And then like walk away and try and do to my own ability when I'm like, hold on. Like, that's like, that's like getting a toaster and then expecting it to not work, not plugged into a wall outlet. You know, you're like, okay, you know, I'm going to go make toast now. Bye. You know, like it just, it doesn't work, you know? So yeah. 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 Absolutely. So, um, did, did you guys, did you guys hit both prophetic words? I want to make sure you hit both. Well, there's two listed in here, but I don't know if it. Yeah. The, the second one was, uh, just about the, the bride actually, yeah, yeah. And, uh, something the Lord showed me, um, in the middle of the night, I had a vision of a, a woman in normal, casual clothing, carrying a wedding dress, just kind of over her back, mm-hmm. no covering around the wedding dress, like those zip up bags, it was just out in the open and she was dragging it through the mud and going through life completely normal and not noticing that the wedding dress was just getting filthy. And um, the Lord just began to speak to my heart and, and let me see this. And I felt like this was a lot of the church. Um, they're, they're carrying their wedding dress or they're, they're carrying the thing that they think that they have to have to make it. And really this goes right along with the story in the Bible where Jesus says the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 virgins and five have oil in their lamps and five don't. Oil is the intimacy. It's uh, your oil is your intimacy with Jesus, your relationship. And that that has to be full for you to make it. Uh, But anyways, you know, this woman carrying this wedding dress, just getting filthy, going through the streets, going through the mud, and then trying to put it on at the last minute when it's time to marry the groom, it, it's not going to work. You're going to walk down the aisle filthy and you won't be prepared and you won't be able to, to marry your perfect, beautiful groom. And my heart was so saddened and moved that there are so many people in the church just going about their normal life, super comfortable, not thinking about the, the time that they need to be having with Jesus and, and not thinking about how they need to truly surrender their lives to the Holy spirit. And we only have this tiny little amount of time and then it's over. It's done for all of eternity. This little poof, the Bible says it's like a vapor, just it's there and it's gone. That is our life. We have to wake up and we have to set Jesus as our first love, as our first priority. He has to be all He has to be it. 
We've got to get this, guys. We've got to get ourselves ready. Jesus said we won't know the time or the hour. So it's best if you stay prepared, if you keep your eyes Live open. like he's coming tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> keep your eyes to the sky. Look yeah. for him. Yeah. Spend time with him. Be with him. Just like this word that he gave us. It's time for me to be with you. Come meet me in the garden and come alone. No agendas. Don't bring your cell phone. <laughs> Tell everybody you need a couple minutes. Just come talk with me. Come spend time with me. Talk with me while you're doing the dishes. If you don't have time and if you got five kids at home, just talk yeah. to me while you're doing your thing. Be with me. Yeah. That is how we really have this wild, extravagant, supernatural life. It's simply being with Jesus and Jesus being there with you brings about all of these other incredible, amazing things yeah. that we long for. Yeah. Yeah. And my heart really goes out to all the stay at home moms. I can remember who I was talking to like, uh, it's like a month ago or something. And they were their stay at home mom and they were frustrated because, you know, they're like, oh, I just kind of comparison, you know, like you're at home with the kids and all that stuff. And I said, I can think of no greater uh, thing in the, in the eyes of God than to raise up the next generation. Well, and I was like, God's smiling down on you, but he's also with you. And I think that there's a lot of, man, God's got a lot of grace for those, for moms <laughs> like, Oh man. Um, so yeah, I just, I think that's an encouragement too to any state at home moms that like any little moment that you get, like, God is going to meet you there. You yeah. know, even if it is like you were saying, Tori, like washing the dishes, you know, making your kids lunch, you yeah. know, cleaning up poop, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Right. Yeah. one day I was doing the dishes and I heard the crackling on the gravel, you know, like when a, a car pulls up mm -hmm. into a driveway, I heard that. And I got so excited because I thought I was having a guest and I look out the window, but nothing is there. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, I am your guest and I'm ready to oh, be with you. I love that. And I just, whoo, it just rushed in my home yeah, and I good. began to weep. I'm washing the dishes. Like he, <laughs> he wants to be with you yeah. all yeah. the time. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I too have wept washing the dishes. So, you know, it's, it must be like a common, like it must be the the local watering hole for the Lord to meet people. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 So. Well, guys, I, I mean, do you have anything else you want to communicate? Just any last thoughts or anything? Is there any like other big takeaways you guys had from this event? But also would love for you guys to pray, pray for the viewers as well. I, I mean, I think there's so many, but yeah, I, the, the glory was unlike any kind of glory we've ever been in. Yeah, and uh, it was just Jesus. Yeah. It, it's it's who he is. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's not something uh, we forced to happen. And. You know, I, I hope that it grows everyone's faith to believe for these things to happen um, right where you're at in your church or, or in your ministry. But we talked about this when we talked about Asbury months ago. Mm -hmm. um, this, Tori said it earlier, revival is Jesus. When Jesus shows up, that is revival because that's what he does. Um, don't be discouraged if it doesn't have the same look and the same image and the same flow of what happened for us because what happened for us didn't look like what happened for somebody else. And it's just him. And if he wants to move and your people are just slain in the spirit for five days straight just to no music, or if you're up dancing and, and there's just a wild praise that happens, or if you see a move of God in salvation or, or deliverance or whatever it is, allow, don't, don't put the Holy Spirit into a small box of saying, this is how you've got to move and that's how it's got to look. And when that happens, we receive revival and revival happened. No, it's Lord, whatever you want to do, mm -hmm. however it wants to look, however you want to come and spend time with us, we are just open to receive and we just we sit around your throne singing holy, 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 holy. Mm -hmm. And um, take it from our experience that this is this this whole thing, it's just Jesus. Mm. 
it's just about him. Hmm. And all of these, you said it earlier, distractions, there's even good distractions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, can, we can idolize the church as a whole. We can yeah. idolize salvation. We can idolize um, uh, miracles, co- miracles, community, Preachers. and all of these things. We can get the, the cart in front of the horse, per se, to say that, that what is so important to our heart, we get ahead of ourselves, and, and it becomes beyond just Jesus doing what he does. And when we allow the Holy Spirit to just do what it does, all of these hopes and dreams of, of what we wish to see happen, they just happen because that's who he is. He's good. That's just yeah. who he <laughs> is. And um, I don't remember where I was uh, going at the front of this, but that's who he is. It's just Jesus. And uh, and we will be doing this next year in June as well. well. Yeah, we're going to do just it Jesus again. Jesus 24 under the tent. Yeah. Yeah. As long as the Lord says, that's what I want to do with you, we're going to be there to do it with him. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll for sure have you guys on. Well, we'll have you on a lot more times between now and then. But before, we'll also have you on and we can, in, yeah. you know, promote it one more time to people like yo go hopefully we can get you an illumination and that would be awesome that'd be so cool that would be really cool yeah that would be super cool i'd be down yeah so long as i can swing it i'll i would be down and then yeah who knows maybe we'll get other people there too you know that'd be awesome so all right guys well i would love for you to pray uh for the people um man uh, yeah, I just really feel like let, th- let this be an encouragement. You know, guys, the reason why I have people on to like share their, their testimonies, whether it's how they came to Jesus or whether it's, uh, something they stepped out in faith in, or whether it's them doing a big event, which also had a large degree of faith, stepping out in faith, you know, but it, it, it's to encourage you to go do the same. That's why I also am very transparent about my successes and my failures as well. And, and I think that that transparency lends itself to show people like, yeah, you can do it. Believe me, this thing that you're like, Oh, Jeff, Whoa. Like the thing that you're looking at me about, about that actually was met with like so much failure up to that point. So like, um, God is the faithful one. And Um, and so that's the encouragement you guys is like, yeah, you can go do whatever that thing is that God is like, I will put a link in tomorrow's episode. I already made a link. There's a lady that wrote me and she's like, is there a resource to like show? And she kept writing me and she's like, is there a resource to show like where the latest revivals are? And I said, no, I actually think you're supposed to create it. And she's like, oh, I knew you were going to say that. She's like, and you're right. But she's yeah. been faithfully doing that ever since. It's a Facebook group that people can join. I will. I, I, I wrote it down. I'll make sure to talk about it tomorrow um, at the top of the show. But it's actually she started a Facebook group and she keeps track of all the revivals and she posts them so that people know where they're happening. That's revival so- events. So way to go, Karen. Yeah. So that's that's the fruit that that illumination and myself, you know, are really hoping is that people feel encouraged and emboldened to go step out and do whatever it is that God has them doing rather than looking at all these different other people to do this for them. Like I've said, I've been saying it for like two years now, this is an all hands on deck kind of thing, guys. So um, that's why I love bringing the encouragement. It's just like, no, keep going, keep trying. It doesn't matter. Okay. You, you failed in that one. What did God say? He said to keep doing it. Okay, go do it. You know? So yeah. Amen. Amen. And pray. Tori, you want to pray? Uh, sure. Oh, Jesus, we thank you so much for this incredible time with yeah. with with Jeff. God, we thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing all over the earth. God, I thank you for these winds of revival that you have released from heaven. And I ask that these winds would just sweep through every home. God, I ask that the wind of your glory and your presence would sweep through their home like never before. Oh, God, I just I feel that you're calling sons and daughters home to be with you in your presence, God. Those who don't know you, I feel like there's parents you're really believing for for a son. I actually feel like there's like a Philip, God, that, that really needs to come back to Jesus. Lord, we just release an anointing 
uh, for salvation. Lord, bring the prodigal sons and daughters home in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you, God, for these incredible faith-filled viewers. Lord, they're so faithful to you. They're so filled with faith. They're so hungry, God. And I ask that revival would hit their homes and hit their lives like they have never experienced before. We just pray and we release this supernatural glory that we experienced over the last couple of weeks and just continues to intensify. I release this glory to them now. I release it to Jeff and Illumination and this incredible team. God, I, re- I release an anointing for deliverance of demons to cast demons out. I release an anointing to see physical healings take place as they lay hands on the sick and even lay hands on themselves. God, we speak for disease to go in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, God, that you are setting your people on fire for such a time as this this. We hear you calling. We hear the winds of revival. We can hear the birds singing. We can see the flowers blooming of revival, God, and we say, yes, we will run after you. We will spend this time with you. We will focus on you. Help us to let go of the things that we need to let go of. Holy Spirit, pour out in us a hunger for Jesus like we have never had before. Mm. We thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name, Mm. amen. 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 Well, guys, how can people follow you? Obviously, to keep up to date with updates on Just Jesus, but other things as well. Where uh, where can people follow you guys? Uh, you can follow us at Crave the Movement. We'll post everything that's going on, and uh, you'll find both of our Instagrams there and Facebook, and you see right here, CraveTheMovement.com. We'll try to keep everyone updated with uh, what the Lord is doing with us. Tight. Tori, how can people buy buy your book? Oh, goodgirlthebook.com. Raw Confessions okay. of a Good Girl. Go get it. Your granddaughters need it. Your nieces need it. Yeah. Your nephews need it. You need yeah. it. <laughs> yes. It's a really good book. It's really well written. So, Thank yeah. <laughs> I have read it. So, um, guys, uh, this was awesome. Um, and I just can't wait to see. Um, I think you guys are just a great example to the body of Christ, you know, and everybody who's on this show is a great example of the body of Christ. Yes. Uh, and it's, it, we, you know, uh, I just, yeah, I just am always so encouraged by your guys' walks and, uh, the example you guys set and it encourages me, convicts me. Um, and I just want to encourage you guys to just keep going. And I just, it's great. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. Everybody, that is our show. Tomorrow is Friday. I woke up and I thought today was Wednesday. Um, definitely is not Wednesday. It's Thursday. So tomorrow is Friday, you guys. And we've got Harmony Klingenmeyer on. She's got a great, great message, prophetic word. She's going to be sharing. And we love Harmony around here. She's a great teacher, super fiery, passionate, all that good stuff. It's going to be a great show. That's at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Also, ElijahStreams.com slash donate. It's how you donate. All proceeds go towards keeping this free at five days a week. We love free, but we also love the double whammy, which is you get in on the water wells that we're digging all over the world just by default, even if it's five bucks. So uh, ElijahStreams.com slash donate is how you donate. So love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with Harmony Klingenmeyer. Game on! This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. Donate today.